0: Hello and welcome to I Spit on Your Grades, the results show for our Australian horror. It's me, Mercer, as always, joined by my two beautiful and trustworthy co hosts, um, Faye. Yo. And Chris.
1: Good day. See, see how I did that?
0: You're flaming a lot. Well, I, I was going to do it, but then I thought. Well no, I, I only
2: found out yesterday that a galara is a bird.
0: I don't think you're da-
2: I'm
1: just saying good day. This is Yeah. Just saying good day. That's all I'm doing. If it happened to a sounded Australian, I can't help the way I speak. That's just the way nope. it is. I'm call him Chaz Wizzers. <laughs>
0: what the fuck does
2: that mean? It's from Simpsons.
0: It's Chaz You sound like him. Um, you sound like a Simpsons character. It is Simpsons! Yeah, but I can't remember which character it is. But the good boys. No. (laughs) The good
1: boys. (laughs) The infamous good boys from the Simpsons. What are they called? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, Rod and and Todd Flanders, you mean. Thank you. The good boys. This episode has gone off the rails early. We're not even two minutes in and already we've lost all sight of why we're here. And what we're actually doing.
0: That's true. Why are we here? We're here today to discuss uh, the results for our Australian, favourite Australian horror film. But before we do, let's have a little catch up. It's been a while, like a full week maybe. So, uh, being up to anything exciting?
2: Uh, we went out
0: yesterday for food
2: and drinks with Lauren, Steve, Alison and Darren underscore Gaskell. Yeah,
1: Darren. <laughs> yeah. Give him his proper name, Darren underscore Gaskell. And nodding off, and,
2: yeah. And nodding off, yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, was a fun day. Probably drank more than I should. So mm-hmm. one star review today just might be my internalised screaming. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> that was good. What have you been up to, Mercer?
0: Uh, you know me, usual stuff. Watching some films. Um, Did some food shopping. You know, exciting stuff. Living my best live. I I had some time off. I went to London. (laughs) I did do some things. (laughs) I forgot. I went to London um, and realised how hard it is to go out to a restaurant to eat if you don't have carbs. Um, Quite difficult um, and shocking. Thankfully, everywhere sells red wine, so that's how I got through it. I mean, I'm not supposed to have red wine, but you know, Give and take, balance it out. Uh, but yes, I, I've done some things. Went to London. Um, I've, done and, uh, <laughs> I've done some things. Done some things. Yeah, it's been it's been an alright week. And then watched some films and stuff. Nothing exciting. Nothing worth reporting, to be honest. Nothing new. Just some trashy films off Prime, just to pass the time. Okay. Same. Much
1: in our viewing. Watched The Wedding Singer again. Yeah. So. Woo. Oh. Oh, Luca as well, oh,
2: sorry. Oh, Luca. So good. It's a new Disney Pixar about uh, a couple of sea monsters, these little kids sea monsters who want to go out into the land so they can win some money to buy a Vespa because they're obsessed with leaving the island and this this Vespa is the way to do it. And uh, they learn a lot about friendship and love along the way. It's fucking great.
1: It is terrific. Mm. It's not... It's not the strongest Pixar film, but it is a very good one.
0: Yeah. But what is what is the strongest Pixar film all inside, of Inside, 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 inside out. Out. I can't I don't really know any Pixar films off the top of my head. I do, but I just don't. Um, I've also got terrible news. I've got a mouthful sore, and I haven't had a mouthful sore since I've been about, well, since about, for about 10 years, and it's the oh worst God. thing. W- what have the hospitals said? They literally want to take my lip off. They don't, but it makes, you know, like, when you feel like your mouth, just kind of like your lips, if it feels like my lip's hanging down to my chin because it's just, like, pushing it on. It's terrible, so I'm having to drink wine again to try and deal with it.
2: Honestly, the things you have to do to survive, eh?
0: Period. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's a brief catch-up. We've done that.
1: Shall we go to the feedback from our lovely listeners? So we put the poll out as normal. Thank you, everyone who voted. We do appreciate it. Each and every one. Just to say that the Babadook took the public vote. So thank you for rallying behind my choice as much as Mercer and Faye hate or hate less than they used to. But yes, thank you for getting behind that. So let's have some feedback. So Salted Popcorn came back to us and said, ooh, not seen these final hours. As the Babadook is shite, hyperbole, but I didn't love it. The clear winner by default is the excellent The Loved Ones.
2: Yay!
1: Fair enough. Good job. Ch- I'd say there's no losers for me last week's episode. The,
2: They're all great films. The good thing about it as well is that people who have been commenting, they've gone out and sought out the loved ones and these final hours to watch them and really enjoyed them. So that's a win as
1: well. Yeah. So Neil horror at Horror Dracula, these final hours for me, superb film coming out in support of Mercer there. Mm-hmm. And then we have. Dr Lauren McIntyre, nodding off. I think the loved ones just about takes it for me. All three are great, but I was traumatised by these final hours and sobbed through the last 30 minutes. Like you should. Like you should. Mm-hmm. And Darren underscore Gaskell, it's these final hours for me. I remember watching this at Chef RFS and sobbing through the last 10 minutes of it. I mean, properly ugly crying. Do anyone in a few rows of me at that screen? I can only apologise. And finally, with the feedback, it's Dan Poppermatic, saying thank you for introducing me to The Loved Ones, which I enjoyed, and These fun Hours, which I enjoyed in, in <laughs> the in As much, the much as you can enjoy yeah. it, yeah. He said, but bit still The Babadook, I'm afraid. One of the scariest films ever, and one of my favourite films of the te- tens. He's quite right. It's a great film. I appreciate your support. I still don't agree with you over It Follows, but we'll save that for another day. We can, you know what the beauty of this is? We can disagree. Speaking
2: of disagreeing, the um celluloid screens battle of the films, I'm quite disgusted that what? I had to fight for Carrie to win
1: over Dog Soldiers.
0: Dog soldiers. Was it dog soldiers It was
1: Carrie won, but it was Dog Soldiers was in the lead for ages. But
2: I had to bitch and moan for Carrie to win. I mean, I'm not saying that I influenced it, but I was pretty I was pretty peeved that it was not in the lead instantly.
0: I find it um, interesting, I know this is completely off track from what we normally do, but I find it kind of interesting hit reading everyone's kind of points of view on these movies and how people. Are, some people are disappointed with the ones that are winning. And they tend to be the ones that I'm picking. I'm like, yes, I want that one to win. I want that one to win. It everyone's like, this is shit! I'm like, oh, really? Really? Am I like, have I got the bad taste? He says, who's not won an episode for like a, a year. I have bad taste. Though. Did you pick It Follows? Uh, well, no, of course I didn't pick It Follows. Am I fucking stupid? <laughs> I, very... I, I, I said this the
2: other day. I absolutely love that people love It Follows. I think, you know, it, it, there's so much potential there. And I, I can totally see why people would love it. It's just not for me. But it's nice to see that people do.
0: I honestly do not get why people like it. It's really hard for me to grasp. Um, just because it started off, and I thought it's, it starts off quite strong, and then it mm. like just rapidly declines, and the decline is so quick, um, and then it just becomes ridiculous. And I just literally, I can't understand what people like about it, and and, and I feel quite passionate about that <laughs> because <laughs> only because like I like, you know when you really like something, and you feel really passionate about it. And then when other people don't, that like, really angers you because you just don't get it. And I know that it's the same. I know that there's people out there who love that film and don't really understand why people don't like it. But I've never been as angry about not liking a film as I am about It Follows. And I don't get it. I don't get what's wrong with me. And um, it's, it's not the only film that
2: this has happened to is, uh, with, with us not liking something, though, Mercer. We have the same with Monsters. Like, we hated yeah. monsters and everybody loved monsters. I'm like, I don't get it. With a it's
1: passion. A love, it's a love story. I love, I love monsters, I a love, it's a great film. You show. love a
2: love story, that's yeah. fine. Don't market it as a horror. A you love, love a story. piece
0: of shit at a film festival, stinking of shit with shit pouring out of it. That's what you it, love. He's literally,
2: um, let me follow you across the country so I can try and bang you. And then as we're banging, let's watch these aliens banging.
0: It's fucking All these porn. Monsters
2: banging.
0: It's like it's porn. It's CGI alien porn for perverts. You heard it here first. Sorry if you didn't like it. Sorry if you did like it. Anyway, completely off track. It follows, but I've already in my mind that celluloid three things. I already think I know what the final two will be. I think I do. What do you think?
2: I think it's going to be between a scream and uh, the guest, or of- no,
0: because oh. they go- they're going. They
1: go, they're on the same half of the bracket. Oh, okay. I think so. I've can't. I was looking at it earlier because they put out, bless them. So they put out the really nice, gorgeous tournament bracket, so you can see what was, what was where, and what was coming up voted against. What it looked amazing, but for the life of me, it's completely gone out of my head. But. This gets difficult this week now with the picks because by the time everyone listens to this episode, we'll already had the Exorcist versus Scream, which is the Monday vote, and they'll have had another one on Tuesday. So we'll have had some much-loved films already go. We'll have yeah. some even bigger casualties by the time we this episode comes out on Tuesday.
2: What were your predictions, Mercer?
0: My prediction is we're going to have a face off between Carrie and Scream.
2: Oh, I mean, either would be great. I'm not going
0: to lie. I'd be happy with either. I but... do you think that's what's going to happen, yeah, because I think, because it's The Guest versus The Descent and I think The Descent will win that.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, and then I think Scream's, I think Scream's going to trump everything from that side just because it's like that meta horror that everyone loves. And I think as much as I would love it to be something like Event Horizon, because I've not, you know, I'd love to see Event Horizon on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen Carrie on the big screen.
2: No, you have not I don't I, think you have. No. I'm saying this like I know your life and everything you've seen. No, you've definitely not seen it. I know. No, I would not.
0: I, I would like it to be something that I've not seen on the big screen before.
2: Which one um, is Carrie or Scream for me?
0: So. Car- oh, I've seen Scream Master Scream twice. Mm. Um, so, like Carrie, Event Horizon, The Fly, or um, whatever the other one is. Forgot it. But, yeah, anyway, moving on, um, we had some love for some films. Um, I think it's probably time to have some not so much love, just to give that balance. Um, and we've just displayed what not a lot of love is. Um, and I think we might be harsher than any one-star <laughs> review. So who's, who's what's, what's the crack with one-star reviews today? Normally, normally we,
1: we obviously we have bands visiting constantly in flowering lockdown regulations they can't get enough for coming around for a cup of tea but no we've we've had a new independent effort come to us from one of the listeners sorted popcorn has come back to us and said absolutely didn't say anything well he did he tweeted us his essential synopsis of the Wicker Man to the tune of the fresh prince of Bel Air.
0: Oh
1: so in a break with normal tradition, I am now gonna wrap <laughs> the, the Wickerman slash Prince of Bel Air hybrid, an original composed composure by Salty and Popcorn. I've not seen it. I've not, I don't know what he's
2: written by the way. So this is a total surprise to me as well.
1: Okay. Can, someone, can anyone remember anyone do the the um, fresh Prince of Bel-Air beat for me? Can anyone drop the uh... No, it's fine. No, we can't.
2: I have no idea. (laughs) We will, we (laughs) will.
1: (laughs) Right. Okay, you know what? Fine. I'm just gonna go into it then. Yeah. Okay. Now this is a story all about how and a life that was messed up by a half-sing crowd. And I'd like to take a minute to just go over the plan and tell you how I became the center of this wicker man. In the lush lands of Scotland, born and raised, at the church where I spent most of my days, praying and singing and doing good deeds before solving missing girl cases with very few leads. <laughs> These weird island folks, Sarah after no good. Started building a big man made of wood. <laughs> Well, summer I was cocking <laughs> and a Runaway never ran, and that's how I became the centre of The Swicker Man.
2: Woo! That's amazing. <laughs> that is so good.
1: Thank, thank you. So, I hope it was everything you dreamed it was going to be. I hope when you sit there and wrote it.
2: I, I, I want I want, a whole song version now that I can do at celluloid this year, along with Elton John, obviously.
1: Elton John's not going to be there. You mean? <laughs> no, no,
2: Elton John won't be there, but we need to do an Elton John song this year. Specifically, his song from the charity event at the beginning of lockdown. You can never know about <laughs> that. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, well done. That was a brilliant song.
1: Yes, it was. It was superb and a nice break in. Yeah,
2: because in... someone might not, have, you know, celebrities might not have been up for singing today. No, some celebrities <laughs> might be very fucking hungover and didn't want to sing. So it was lucky we had that, wasn't it?
1: It was indeed. Who, while I rest my voice, who wants to go ahead with her one-star review?
2: I'll go ahead with my one-star review, if that's okay. Mercer, is that all right with you? Your face tells a different story.
0: (laughs) Go. I I want to hear it.
2: Okay. I will say that there wasn't many one-star reviews that were interesting for the loved ones. It was just a lot of people complaining that... It were aimed at a teenage audience, which i where's the problem there? But this is from um 350 One out of ten, pathetic. This has got to be the most stupidest. Why do they always start like that? Why does every bad review? This has got to be the most it every single time. The <laughs> fucking original look right, cheers, man. <laughs> I wish. Uh, this has got to be the most stupidest movie I've ever seen. It wasn't even scarier, and the gory techniques with the knives have all been done before. Well, fucking, of course they have. It makes no sense that the guy who is kidnapped can't speak. If he was able to talk, it would have been more interesting, because he'd know, because he wrote the script, yeah? So, oh, There were barely any characters, and the goth girl and weird guy weren't even connected to the plot. They were. I had no sudden urges to jump or be frightened, the plot was also very predictable because it was not exciting. I found it weird that the movie itself was only 84 minutes. Jesus Christ. If it had been any longer, I would have turned it off. This movie was dull and boring. I do not understand how it's rated 6.7 when it should be rated a one.
1: Prick. Really saying really saying, the film's a perfect length then? He goes, any longer, I would have turned it off. But as it was, it's the perfect runtime that I, that I find interesting.
0: Yeah. So How would you win that argument? Uh, only 84 minutes, but if it were longer, no good. Like, what do you want? How do you win that part? You don't, No. You don't. We
2: need to move on to someone else before my rage overtakes because it's very close okay. today.
0: I can go, but I had like a really tough time finding um, a one star review that wasn't uh, a direct attack on Australians. It was very, very tough. Um, I found one which I thought, oh, I'll read that. And then I've reread it and gone, oh, maybe I shouldn't read that. Um, So I had to do a quick scour around to get another one. So it's not the best one-star review. But it's the least offensive one-star review (laughs) that I could find, which was, um, it came from Rotten Tomatoes because... That's another way where I could get it. Uh, it came from Luke P and it says, poorly written and lacking any likable characters. These final hours doesn't live up to its potential. Also, why are the women the only ones naked in the film? It doesn't make any sense that no men decided to get naked for the end of the world parter. Plus, there are only white people in this film. I find it hard to believe that there isn't a single non-white person living in Perth at this point in time. That's the full review, and that's the least offensive I could find.
2: <laughs> what level of offense are we talking on the other ones? like
0: Literally, one of them, uh, like, just completely rips everybody from Perth, a new one, um, refers to them as uh, words that we wouldn't use and Neanderthals, uh, and it's like Good a round. night owl. These fight- Basically, the title of the review is, These final hours, a normal night out in Perth. I'm just going to read this one because this is what I picked initially and then thought, I can't do this. Right, imagine you come home to find your dog died of liver failure. Then you walk down the street to your grandparents' house seeking comfort only to find your grandma dead of a stroke in her rocking chair. Then in sheer dread, you hop in the car to drive to your mum's house to share the bad news only to find out that your poor mum already found out about her dead mother and was so stricken from grief that she hung herself from the living room ceiling farm. It is 2021. There is COVID-19, riots in the streets across America, poverty, homelessness, and violence across the world. Thank you these final hours for making me feel even worse. There must
1: just be something with some of the some of the reviews for Australian films where they're just brutal and just nasty and dark. I'm just gonna say I had absolutely no problem finding a one-star review for the Babadook. It is def- is very much a film that has a diverse you have a little bit of hate, because I think I scrolled through probably six or seven hundred one-star reviews Jesus. for the Babadook just to see how many there were. But, I've gone for this one. It's from DJC500-1, and it's headed Beat Your Kids. Okay. Okay. Strong start, isn't it? Right. This movie is both boring and annoying. It revolves around a grieving mother who never disciplines her son, so he grows into an obnoxious little twat. He screams, he always gets his way, and he brings weapons to school. Yes, legit weapons. He's only six, years. he is violent to the point he breaks his cousin's nose in two places. And the mother sees nothing wrong with this? She had it coming. This is disgusting. People say this movie has tons of symbolism, but the only symbolism I see is that you don't discipline your kids. They grow up into serial killers or mass shooters. An hour and a half of cheap scares and effects mixed with a whining, psychopath six-year-old who you wish got put down faster than one-legged horse. The only real scare here is there are parents like this who let their kids grow up into real murdering monsters.
2: Wow. I mean we all know
0: how his kids get treated, don't we? Well, that is quite a <laughs> That was quite good, that one, Chris. Well done. <laughs> uh,
2: quite accurate as well. Yeah,
0: <laughs> not so, not about, being kids, about
2: the beating kids, about, you know, the psychotic six-year-old and the cousin who definitely, definitely had that broken nose coming. Do
0: you mean that small six-year-old child?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Who's bullying him?
2: Yep, she was bullying him.
0: You're bullying him. Mm-hmm. And there's your answer, everybody. Answer with violence. Retaliate with violence. <laughs> it's the best thing to do. Silly moose. Don't really, don't really retaliate with violence. Use words. Words hurt more than fists. <laughs> <laughs> they do.
2: As someone who's been punched, I can tell you that ain't true. Fists hurt a lot more. Yeah, yeah
0: punched,
2: getting punched in the face really fucking hurts. No one ever tried to throw a verb at me. <laughs> <sighs>
0: They so have love and hate tattooed on the fingers, because then maybe that's exactly what they would do here. Bam! Maybe. <laughs>
1: anyway. Normally we normally our band would be singing us out right about now, but we've not got an outro tune. So I guess we'll just move on to find out who has won our best Australian horror episode.
2: Christopher. Mercer, once again, I spit on your grades.
1: <laughs> I don't
2: need your, applause. Don't need your I, applause.
1: I'm good. I'm giving applause. So, as I say, for me, there was no losers this week, and it's a very worthy winner. So it is, well it done. Is.
0: Any one of them, not you, Babaduck,
1: would have been a
2: worthy <laughs> winner. <laughs>
0: Yes, I would have been happy with any uh, of duck winning. Sorry. Um, but you did get the public vote. But what I will say is, um, I feel like it was unfair because everyone voted before they watched these final hours. They all said uh. it. Oh, God, already voted. So, you know.
2: But don't you get some satisfaction from knowing that you turned a lot of people on to these final hours?
0: Let's just stop it with turn people on. Um <laughs> Yes, my place is to your own. No, I'm quite glad that um, I think because one of the things that I wanted to kind of secretly achieve when we started doing this was to get people to watch films that they might not have watched before. Because I was hoping that because we've got like a very eclectic taste, um, that we would pull some some things out of there that we can't watch.
1: Yeah. Well, what were you thinking? The Shining or a Werewolf in London?
0: I'm thinking things like demonic type or, um, you know, um, the loved ones or, um, you know, some of the lesser known films that we've done. Yes. I, I know I... why. The witch in the window. Exactly. The witch in the window. Like collectively, we've got a very different taste Yeah, and, um, yeah, we've got some big budget films in there, but it's nice to see some of them smaller, lesser heard of films, like unless you have been on the festival circuit watching them. Um, Get some recognition, and I'm well. I, I said it in the episode, and I'll, I'll say it again. The Loved Ones is one of my favorite films. Um, I love it. I can't. You can't. You can't argue with the Loved Ones winning.
2: No. But let's
0: see how we did, shall we? Oh,
2: see.
0: Let's let's break this yeah, down. To your r-
2: stats out for the lads.
0: Oh uh, oh uh, oh! Uh, don't know what that was, uh, but it worked. So this will not surprise anybody when I say that in last place, with a grade C, was me with these final hours. I'm not even gonna try anymore, people. <laughs> I give you the goods and you still bend me over and insert forceps up my backside Rip it open and then put coil bar wire in there and then tell me to shit. Do you know what I mean? I don't know whether that would hurt or not.
2: Normal
0: Tuesday night for Mercer. <laughs> Where hey? What day is it today? Sunday. Oh god, I got excited for a second. Um, <laughs> in second place, of course, was the Babadook. Uh, also with the grade C, I'd like to say actually, because I didn't really, uh, you know, we don't really discuss the grades that much, but I'd like to say that the difference between these final hours and the babadok Duck was very slim. Um, so on our on a kind of scoring ratio, there was a, there was only a slight margin between the two, but still enough for obviously these final hours to be in third place. And then uh, with the grade B, the loved ones. I'm happy with B. Yeah, that's that'll that'll do. That'll do there Dew, do pig. You call me
2: There'll
0: pig. Do. Certainly did. Fuck you. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Uh, Australian horror. The loved ones take it. Which should mean obviously that you get to choose the next genre fair. But mm-hmm. dun, 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 the next episode is gonna be another episode of Prime
1: Scene Investigation. We won't reveal what case we've opened for crime scene investigation quite yet. We'll send you some clues out through Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And we'll see if you can guess it. Or if you're even going to bother. Because absolutely no one one came back to me in any way, shape or form for armed response at any point to have a guess.
2: Because no one wanted to watch armed response.
0: Also, there were quite hard clues. I didn't know what you were getting at. I didn't get the Marvel clue. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. I'm too lateral. Lateral thinking. You need lateral thinking with these clues.
0: Oh, I think I do. Blade is a Marvel comic. Ah, I've just got it. (laughs) (laughs) The person who
2: works on the podcast that puts this information out has just got it.
0: We've (laughs) literally
2: literally revealed our level of professionalism when it comes to these episodes.
0: To be fair, sometimes you'll notice me and Chris put different things out because I can't get his, so I put some easier. <laughs> so if, if you're on Instagram, everybody, that's be, like, you know, it's because you're dumb, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you, to,
1: like if you want to change your difficulty, if you want to go highbrow, go to Twitter and have a look at those. The lowbrow yeah. was like House of Games. Go on Instagram and
0: post them there. Come to me, it was so much easier. You've got such a better chance.
2: Um, I suppose then, all that remains to be said is, to both of you. Is it cold? Is it cold there in my shadow?
1: There you go, someone's got braggy all of a sudden. Enough. can Yeah, indeed. Why not? P- before we go though, please do follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Spitgrades. We're on Facebook at Icepear on Your Grades. And you can email us, should you wish to do so, at electricpossums at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying these episodes... Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe because we love you too. We really want you to review and subscribe because every now and then I see our name actually pop up in the podcast charts and I get really excited that people actually anyone's listening who are actually enjoying.
2: So if you like Chris excited, get subscribing. <laughs> it makes
0: sense. <laughs> yeah. Of course it makes sense. It's just you know I I I don't know why. I just, Chris excited. I thought of the first thing that came into my head. sorry, it was rampant rabbit, and then, and then I just got an image of Chris being rampant mine, on you. Mine, not mine, that, does, not,
1: mine does look like a rampant rabbit. <laughs> it's got a bit that bends off.
0: Fucking vile.
2: <laughs> Anywho.
0: Anyhow, I think we should say goodbye.
2: <laughs> yeah. See ya. Bye.